Hello and welcome back to Binge Podcast. My name is Kara and I'm your host. And this week's episode is called The Abby Lee Bitch Company. And as some of you may know what that means, we are talking about dance moms. And so we're just going to go ahead and get right into it. So Dance Moms has been out for quite a bit now. I believe the show came out in, let me see here. It came out in 2011, and there are eight seasons, and then if you want to watch it, it is on Hulu, which is where I have been watching it, and then there are also some episodes on Disney+, Plus, which is nice because there's no ads, but unfortunately they don't have all eight seasons on there, so if you're going to want to binge them, you could go back and forth, I suppose, for no ads, but I may just stay on Hulu is what I'm thinking. Um, I haven't finished the entire series yet. I've only been able to watch a few, but I've also seen a bunch of clips and read a bunch of stuff on the rest of the episodes, so I can get an idea for, like, the whole series. So, with that being said, I'm just going to go ahead and jump into it. Um, based on the first season, the the people change throughout because people come and go, but it focuses on dance moms and their daughters who are a part of the company the abby lee dance company abby lee miller is the coach she ever she's in pennsylvania and pittsburgh and people just really want their kids to go there because she's made a lot of them stars and a lot of her kids have gone on to do great things so the people that are in this first season are holly and nia um and the moms are first, Holly, uh, Christy and Chloe, Melissa and her daughters, Maddie and Mackenzie, Kelly and Brooke and Paige, and then Kathy and Vivi. And so all these moms have put their kids in because they want them to be great dancers and to be successful. Melissa is always talking about how she wants specifically Maddie to be on like Broadway and just a whole bunch of stuff like that. So they all want their kids to be successful and then So they actually go and compete, and the whole point right now in the show is that they want to go to nationals. And so each week following, before nationals, they'll go to other competitions all over the United States. The first one's in Phoenix, Arizona. And something that they're doing that's actually pretty crazy is that they're doing a new show each week, each week a new dance which is crazy because I've never been a dancer per se, but I was in marching band and learning a show each week and we've had to do dance breaks and stuff is not, it's crazy, it's unheard of. You wouldn't do that each week following up to the biggest competition and then be changing everything each week. It's a lot of pressure, it's way too much to ask anyone. And I was a teenager, I wasn't like 10 like these kids are or even younger. One of them six, and the oldest one is like 13, so it's a lot of pressure. Um, but that's kind of what the show's about, and Abby Lee, like, shaping the kids to be great dancers or whatever. But it's about the dance, but most people watch it for the drama. That's kind of why I wanted to start it, because I've, I just, I love a good trashy reality TV show. I love the, I love the drama. I love to see especially the mama drama the mom drama is just the best stuff to watch 
Um, that's why I watched Toddlers and TRs, like, with my family when I was growing up, because I just, I thought, I thought the, the pageants were fun and everything, but I was really in it for the moms, like, being real competitive with each other and stuff. But something about the show that you kind of have to take in mind before watching it, or while you're watching it, I suppose, is... There's kind of some issues with it, as there are normally with reality TV shows. And it's kind of like a moral dilemma. And I know this isn't normally what we get into on the show. Um, it's more like, I like this, or I don't like this. But it's kind of that's kind of what makes, I don't know, the show interesting. is With it being, when you go and you watch something like Love Island, it's like, it's fine. They're all like consenting adults they all know exactly what they're getting themselves into they signed up for the show they know what they're doing but when it's children it's a lot different because your parents just have to sign you up you don't have to want to do anything I mean and you can see that in a lot of the girls a lot of them seem to like dancing but as you go further and further like they'll have days or they'll be treated differently by Abby who again is the coach and because she has favorites, like clear flav- favorites, and she'll even have a pyramid. She has all their headshots, and then she'll make a pyramid with them and put whoever's at the best at the top and the worst at the bottom, which is really, like, embarrassing for whoever is at the bottom, and that's also really weird. While it may feel good in the moment to be, like, you're the best in the group, like, they're show- she's showing that to all of your peers and making them kind of, like, jealous of you and angry at you. And so it's just really uncomfortable. And so it's just, it's a really high, high-stress environment for the kids, which isn't a great thing. And <laughs> once you watch it, you'll see that. And it, you could, it could even be called, like, borderline abusive because, like, the kids don't want to be in it. You can tell, just like in Toddlers and TRs, when they're crying because they have to be up so early and they're telling their parents, I don't want to do this. And the parents are like, yes, you do. If they ever told me they didn't want to do it, I wouldn't do it. Or some of them, one of the moms has even said if her kid told her she wanted to do something else, she'd slit her wrists. Um, so it's, it's very interesting. Uh, I feel like all the kids feel like they have to do it just to please their moms. It's not great. And so, with that being said, I guess we're going to go through all the bad things first. Um, there are some good things um, that I'll cover as well, but there are quite a few bad things about the show. Um, so I already talked about how it's kind of borderline abusive, and then also later on, like, you'll see some of the moms, like, get in, like, physical altercations with like Abby or each other which is not good especially not for their daughters to be seeing that um again a lot of the time some of the girls don't seem like they want to be there at all they're in high stress environments trying to come up with dances really fast and then like they're like 10 and they're also going all over the country they don't have time for school I think most of them are homeschooled and they probably only, like, their only friends are the people that they're they're on a team with. But she also has them, like, competing against each other. So I don't know how that really makes for great friendships. Um, she makes the girls cry a lot of the time because she'll yell at them. She even said she'd rather 
her be the one to make them bust down into tears than be at an open audition someday in front of 800 people and have them cry. But, like, she'll yell at them and she'll tell them, like, I'd have your head on a platter. She says that in the first episode. And just a bunch of stuff like that. And she just says a bunch of terrible things that you should just never say to a child or really anybody. But especially not children because they'll take it to heart. And that's something that will stick with them forever. That's something that's been clear in a lot of cases. If you ask someone, like, one, one positive thing will stick with someone for a little bit. But what will really stick with them are all the negative things that you said to them. And that's really what's going to stick with them and get in their head while they're trying to do all this stuff and make you look good uh, because it's your dance company. And it's just, it's strange. And then there's also been some remarks about like racism in the show. Um, uh, one, the only girl who is not white in this first season is Nia. Um, she's African-American girl, and from what I've seen, a lot of her solos are, are either based on her being African-American or she'll be, like, playing other races or ethnicities, which is weird because that's not really something you should do. Not that it's the little girl's fault at all. It's not her fault at all. She doesn't have a say in this, but that's basically what all her solos are and some of the other girls will get little cutesy solos and then Nia has to is does something in animal print for like the 10th time or she'll be like hey I want you to do her hair in an afro do you have an afro at your house and the mom's like no we don't have an afro and then she just makes assumptions on them based off of that a lot of the time or she's Later on, in one of the later seasons, there's another girl that comes in, and then she tells her to look in the mirror, and that's the only reason that she's on the team, is because they needed a sprinkle of color, which again, obviously not an okay thing to say at all. Or, then another thing she did, like I said before, I'm a, I'm a big fan of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, I never thought there'd be a weird, a little crossover with Dance Moms, but apparently there is. Shangela... Uh, is one of the one of the greatest queens. Um, she appears a lot. She's been in quite a few seasons, um, and she did a little comedy routine about being being. I think it was a hooker, and her name was Laquifa, and yeah. So she had a whole thing about that, and it was basically her pimp talking to her. And so anyway. That's all the little background information you know about that. So then, for one of Nia's solos, she's like in the afro again, and in the background, it's Shangela, like a dubstep remix of her talking, it's like talking to her pimp, which is very strange for like a 10 year old girl. And it's just the same thing over again, over and over again. It's Laquifa, what? And it's just, it's very strange. Um, I don't have a problem with, a big problem right now is, like, drag queens aren't appropriate for children. And, like, when they're talking about hookers, probably not. When they're reading to kids at the library, that's fine. But should you be using stuff talking about hookers in the background for a little girl solo, 
for dance when she's 10? No, absolutely not. That's weird. That's too far. That's that's not good. Don't do that. So that's that's weird, and I'm sure that's not even close to everything because I feel like she's at the bottom a lot of the times of the pyramid when she's she's really not a bad dancer. I mean, they're all really good, obviously. They're at one of the best dance companies, so there's going to be competition. But Abby just also doesn't seem to like her as much as she likes the other little girls. And it may not have anything to do with race, but eh, when you're the only one there and on the team, it kind of makes it look like that. So there's there's some questions there, some eyebrow raises. So somehow that's all the bad things I have on here right now. Um, I know there are certainly more if I went into detail, but for the sake of spoilers, I'm not going to go that far. I will say though that the moms get into drama with each other a lot and with Abby and there have even been physical altercations. There's a the police are called in the first episode on a mom because um Abby was having them do acrobatic stuff and so they had to be dressed in leotards and no socks and one of the moms brought their kid in in uh, t-shirt shorts and socks and so she threw her out of class because she wasn't dressed appropriately and couldn't do the stuff and then the mom who's actually a minister which makes it even more interesting just started like going off on her and yelling at her because she went in there during practice and was like I need to talk to you and she's like no so she just started yelling across the room at her and following her around the studio as she's telling her to leave which isn't good but but then she also kind of took it out on the kid after that and told her to leave and told her, like, oh, so you can you can remember this, but you can't remember to, like, turn your feet out or something or be good at dance or something. Again, I'm not a dancer. I don't know everything. I have very limited knowledge from dance breaks and band, and I would not say that I was the best at that either. So, um, but, yeah, it's it was really interesting. But there's always a ton of drama there which is obviously not good for the kids to see with their moms and getting the police called on them and being punished for their mom's actions and I think that happens a lot with other stuff too because the moms will be crazy and try and like advocate quote unquote for their kid and be like my kids did better than that this should happen this 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 and then she'll like be like fine your kid's not on the team anymore leave if you don't like it go somewhere else which makes sense, I guess, because you don't want to get into all of that. But it's just nobody really seems to be in the right except for the innocent kids, you know. So that's just kind of how that goes. But anyway, there have been some good things to come of the show. Um, or I'm not really sure how much of it comes from Abby. She does make some great dancers. She, A lot of them have gone on to be very successful um, that's also from the show as well, though, I'm sure, too, because you get a lot of clout and popularity from a show like that. Because even if you weren't a great dancer, if you have that name that everyone knows, I mean, you're fam- you're still famous. You can be famous for nothing, like the Kardashians were at first, and still, like, people want to do stuff with you because you, you have the popularity. But, anyway, so... She does make them successful. Um, 
She's not in this first season, but Jojo Siwa is probably one of the most famous people from the show. Uh, she was treated pretty terribly on there, though, so that's not great. That's obviously not cool. Um, she's She's been through a lot of stuff with, other, with Nickelodeon and stuff, too. Um, and that's kind of just what happens when you put children, like, working so early on. But she has obviously like her own clothing stuff she has her own dolls she has her own music she has her own tv shows she has her, her own very successful like youtube and tiktok so there's all that um maddie has been in music videos with sia and even one of sia's movies she's been in other movies um i think she was into all the boys i've loved before i believe is what i read her sister mackenzie has done some music stuff, she's released an album, and she's been on some TV shows. Chloe has a successful YouTube channel, and she's even written a book, and I believe she also has a book club. Um, Nia has been on TV shows, she has a successful YouTube channel, again, like a lot of the other girls, but she also went, I'm not sure if she's currently in college or if she finished, but she is either going to or went to UCLA, which is a very great school. And then Brooke has a YouTube channel and a blog. And then Vivi, I think they said is still in high school because she was like six, six I believe when she started on the show. Um, and that's Kathy's daughter. And so she, she actually dances at her mom's academy now, I believe. Which is kind of weird. There's a whole story there. Kathy is a very strange woman. She's very eccentric. And she has her own dance studio. The Candy Apples, I think. And she was originally teaching her daughter, Vivi. But she said she didn't want to like yell at her and make her cry. She'd rather have someone else do that and play mom instead. Which is understandable because sometimes you do have to get on them and correct things. Like I said, I've been in like sports and in band and coaches yell and stuff. So it is understandable to an extent. Obviously, you don't want to make your kids cry every day. That's not, that's not a good way to coach people that's not gonna make them do much better or it will but they'll resent you for it and probably doubt themselves but I thought that was interesting Kathy's just really really interesting she's pretty funny some of the moms have even danced for Abby before which makes it even more interesting because she probably treated them the same and it's like why would you want to put your kid in that if you know how she's gonna be and you're constantly arguing with her and you seem to hate it like I get wanting your kid to have like a better life than you and like or like having opportunities that you didn't but I guess you did because you danced but like and like making them be able to be a star but also does your kid want to be a star like I don't know or is that just what you want and you're pushing that on them so that's what they think they want Cause that's another thing that it seems like in the show but I don't know it's very strange that you clearly don't like the coach you don't get along with her you danced for her and you're like man she didn't treat me very well you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna put both of my daughters through the exact same thing and then her that was for I believe it was Kelly and her daughter Brooke who's 13 the older one Brooke and Paige 
Brooke told her that she wanted to try cheerleading, and she was like, no, you can't do that. You have to stay and dance. Like, doesn't it bother you that you're not getting first and second anymore? You used to get first and second all the time, and lots of kids would like to have this title and this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, no, I don't care. I don't really want to do it anymore. That's why I want to try cheerleading. And she just doesn't listen to them and doesn't let them do what they want to do and just kind of forces them to keep doing dance. So that's another problem. The moms, the moms are just strange. It's a really weird idea for a show if you think about it. Like, because it's called Dance Moms. It focuses on the moms who are like catty with each other and all want their kids to be the best and they always show it like they're jealous of Maddie when it's really framed strange and (laughs) Melissa her mom is like you can tell that they're always watching my daughter at practice because she's the best and their eyes obviously are going to gravitate towards her like they aren't there for their own kids which surely they are I would hope they are and not watching someone else's kid and preying on their downfall because that would be just again terrible but who knows maybe they were watching her i don't know there are some good things though you can see like all the moms kind of help the daughters and like help with the costumes and stuff and when they do bad or they feel they do bad or something the one of the moms that it's not even their kid will go talk to them which is nice it's nice to have like a community like it takes a village to raise a kid and stuff like that, which is nice, but it's also just really weird because you're hoping that your kid does better than the other one. It's just very strange, and Maddie just is always, like, at the top, and it makes the other girls feel bad, and I don't even know if she should always be at the top. Like, they're all talented, clearly, and she's always specifically, like, competing with Chloe, because they're like the best of the group it's just it's really weird though because maddie is always abby's favorite and you shouldn't have favorites you're teaching you should be teaching them all the same stuff you shouldn't be giving one kid more opportunities than the rest and just she always puts her at the front because she's always the best but she also gives her like extra stuff and it's just it's weird it's not fair but anyway um later on uh there's there's eight seasons right now there's been rumors of a ninth season starting but if you don't want to hear like potential spoilers i guess this has been out for a long time you may have seen it by now but if you don't want to hear anything maybe skip this part and decide whether or not you want to watch it based on the information i've given you thus far but if you don't want to hear any potential spoilers this next part's not for you Okay, so Abby, I think it was she filed for bankruptcy, but when she did that, she had cash, like, hidden in a separate account somewhere where people couldn't see it, trying to, like, not have to pay stuff, which, in case you didn't know, that's fraud. That's, like, a felony, highly illegal. Please don't do that. Um, We do not endorse that on this show. Um... So that happened, and obviously, it's a big no-no if she got found out, and she went to, like, federal prison. So, the show still went on while she was in prison. She wasn't coaching 
from there on like a TV screen or anything. But um, the show went on and stuff like that, is, which is very strange because usually when something like that happens, show's over, show's canceled, but they just focused on the moms and the girls and like they're still like at the company, but the coaches in prison, they had like some other people there because she had like some other staff, I believe, because it's like, it's a huge thing. She has like a bunch of different age groups. It just focuses on the same girls the entire time, mostly. So, yeah, anyway, that's really interesting. And then after that, after that, when she got released, they actually found out that Abby had cancer and she she had to have like a cancerous tumor like removed from her spine and then after that she's been in a wheelchair like ever since it's just been crazy and then she was back on the show as soon as she got out in the wheelchair post-cancer and she started coaching again and some of the girls left at this point or maybe before then um i'm surprised they stayed that long and after all that but hopefully i don't i don't wish prison or cancer on anybody that's a terrible thing both of them but i'm hoping that maybe that helped her like grow and be a better person and realize like how short time is and just that i don't know i just hope that that had some personal growth from all of that and that it wasn't I don't want to say for nothing, because then it's like, oh, well, it's a good thing she got then, because clearly it's not, but anyway. Um, so now we're going to go into why it's binge, why it's cringe, all that. Okay, so binge, here's some reasons. The drama, obviously. If you're watching the show, you're probably watching it for the drama. You might watch it for the dance, because the dancing's good, but... It's probably for the drama. Like I said, it's like trashy TV. People love to hate it and hate the people or like particularly root for one mom or one one of the girls that dances. Um, it's like a tra- some people have compared it to a train wreck and just that you can't look away. Um, another reason you can binge it, all eight seasons are out. Like I said, there might be a ninth one. I don't really know if that's true or not though. That's just been rumors on like TikTok, but I saw a video of like Abby with some people, but she may just be coaching and not doing a show. Um, but all eight seasons are on Hulu. Some of them are on Disney Plus. Again, you could switch back and forth, but I'm not I'm not a huge fan of having to do that. And then some of the reasons that might be cringe. Basically everything I said before, and then stuff that isn't even like the drama and stuff there are some technical problems with the show the editing isn't always great specifically like the audio you'll be hearing like a voiceover while the girls are performing but you also hear the music so you can't really hear the voiceover and it's like they do like where they'll take one person and interview them and I don't see why they don't do that the entire time instead of trying to add like Abby's voice with the very loud music and I don't think they can help this next part but I'm I always have to have subtitles on because I have I have terrible terrible hearing and so all of their subtitles have been like pretty wrong so far when the music's on 
and it's just weird. I don't I don't really know that that's their fault though. That's probably on Hulu. So Hulu do better on that one. Um uh but then they've also had some issues like they have weird angles and then they'll cut things weird like they won't have like all of the dance or they'll have it at weird angles again where it's hard to see everyone and it just looks strange so there's stuff like that and then other things I really I really think I've covered most of it with all the drama and stuff and all the issues it's just like I said when you're watching something like 90 Day Fiance or something outlandish like (laughs) the reality tv show with adults it's a lot different from when it's kids because kids don't have a say in it and they're just there because of their parents and they don't have a say and the parents always say well if they didn't want to I wouldn't have them do it but clearly that's not true and putting your kids in a toxic environment time and time again knowing that's gonna happen and then just it's like they're just doing it for the money maybe it doesn't seem to be for the kids at all because like even if you did want them to have the opportunity and they're being mistreated and they still want to dance take them somewhere else like there are there have got to be a lot of places you could go and it's like you're homeschooling anyway and you're making the money from the show even if you had to go to a different state to like go do something else like I don't know it just seems like they're all probably doing it to get to just profit off their kids which is just terrible it's not an okay thing to do at all but I'm gonna stop ranting now and saying the same types of things I'm sure you got it from that so there's your binge or cringe um really it's up to your own discretion on this one I I love a good dramatic show I don't know if I'll watch the entire thing because it is a little uncomfortable with them being kids. And then, of, oh, I don't even know if I mentioned this, so I'll just add it in real quick. Some of the stuff is just like, the second episode is called Wildly Inappropriate. And they do like a really weird like sexual dance. And again, they're like 10. So just going to add that in there under the cringe side, obviously. And I'm sure that's not the, f- the last time that that will happen. But up to you. Figure it out. Give it a try or don't. Uh, this has been the Binge Podcast. And I'm your host, as always, and Kara. And just thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you again next week.